Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why and how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for lending me your ears. Today, I want to talk about prospecting, but before I do so, I want to remind you, my Sales Velocity Academy, if you go to salesvelocityacademy.com, has different courses on prospecting and how to grow your business. And again, it even has scripts for how you approach gatekeepers who want to keep you from people you need to talk to. So that's the topic of today. How do we aim high? How do we aim high in an organization and why should we aim high? What do I mean by that? See, too often when we're calling into an organization, this is a B2B scenario I'm talking about here, you're going to call into an organization. Sometimes we call too low. Sometimes we call maybe to the frontline managers, right? Nothing wrong with that. But maybe we should be aiming at the directors. Maybe it's a VP. Maybe it's the president. Maybe it's the CEO of a company. See, the higher you aim, here's what I found, the more smarter those folks are, the more open they are to new ideas, and the nicer they are. Yeah. See, that's a contradiction. Most people don't think about this. But when you call higher up into an organization, yes, these people are hard to get a hold of. But here's what I've noticed over the years. Personal experience, anecdotal data, I can't prove it. This is what I feel. That the higher up you call, the nicer these people are. Again, access is difficult, but the nicer they are, the more understanding they are and more willing to listen to you. They're also pretty damn smart. In other words, these are people who have to look at the business as a whole, not just a very myopic view. For example, if you're talking to a frontline manager, they may be just focused in on their department. So if you have a product or service that can really help the company as a whole, that manager may not be interested in talking to you because they don't have that holistic perspective of how your product can help them and they don't see the benefit for them, which means they'll probably say, yeah, and right now we're not interested. We'll think about it. Now, knowing how to aim your guns, so to speak, where to aim in a corporation is very important. Who is your target market? Who should you be talking to? Now, if you haven't defined this, this is a problem. Start there. Because you need to know who you're going to talk to. In other words, you got to create like this profile, this ideal client persona of who it is you need to talk to. Maybe, for me, for example, I sell sales training. My ideal persona is always the vice president of sales or HR human resources. Let's work it out. VP of sales, they're interested in growing their sales. So they want to make more sales happen. So their motivation is very clear. HR might be looking at how do we improve the people we have in our company? Because if we train them and they're learning and they're growing, they're going to stay with the company. So HR looks at it from a retention standpoint, whereas the VP of sales looks at it from a revenue standpoint. But why not aim at both of them? And what I'm saying is, do you have your ideal client profile defined? In other words, do you know who you're calling to, who you should be calling? And do you have the value proposition in hand? In other words, here's why I'm calling. Now, one of the best ways to approach this ideal client, one is to sell what you have. That's an obvious one, but that's too easy. The first thing you need to do is be that person you're calling mentally be that person. Here's what I mean. If I'm calling the VP of sales, before I even get on the phone, I first try to understand 
What is that VP of sales thinking about? What are they thinking about? What keeps them up all night as the statement goes, right? But really, I try to take that point of view. I try to empathize with what they're struggling with. Let's you and I do this exercise together. VP of sales, large company, what do you think the pressures are? Hmm, let's walk through it. Well, at the end of the year, they hit their number. Let's say that VP and their team hit the number. What do you think happened to that VP? You got it. He got a higher number or she got a higher number, right? That person got a higher revenue number. Let's say they got they were they sold 50 million last year and this year they're expected to sell 55 million, okay? Another 5 million on top of that, a 10% increase in sales. Now, what is the VP thinking about? First question. How do I generate an additional 5 million. And where is that 5 million coming from? Which territory, which salespeople will be able to deliver on these numbers? VP's also thinking, well, wait a minute, before I think about the additional 5 million, how do I know I can even hit 50 million again? Well, now I got to look at my salespeople, my sales team. I got to look at their pipelines. I got to look at their forecasts, the ability to deliver. These are things that he's thinking about. He's thinking about how do I know I can still hit 50 and then where do I get the additional 5 million? Do I need more salespeople? If I do bring on new salespeople, do I train them? Well, now I have to also look at my sales force. Who's, who's hitting their number? Who's not hitting their number? The people that are not hitting their number, do I need to train them? You see what I'm doing? All I'm doing is mentally being the VP of sales for a moment in my head. And this is what I want you to do. Put yourself in that position. Be that person. Because when you can put yourself in their position, when you're having a conversation with them, one, you will not be intimidated. You'll be less intimidated because you understand them. Two, the person will know that you understand them because you're talking their language. You're addressing their concerns. And number three, when you talk about your product or service that you offer, you can now place it within the context of how they feel, what they're going through, and what they're trying to accomplish. And when you can line, align yourself with that persona, with that ideal client, you will have a much better conversation. So again, the best way to target a client is to find out how they think, what they're thinking about, and how your product can actually help them. And lastly, remember, the higher up in an organization you call on, the better for you. In other words, the higher up means they'll be able to make decisions at that level, which is what you're really trying to do. You're trying to connect with the right people, but also those who have the authority to make the right decision. And on that note, let's end it right here for this Sales Influence Podcast. Leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I greatly appreciate it. Also, as I mentioned, check out the Sales Velocity Academy at salesvelocityacademy.com. If you're struggling and you really need to get some sales going into your pipeline, check out the salesvelocityacademy.com. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone 
and discover new abilities? The answer is yes, but the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.